What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast. It's how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern-day social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to become a full-time entrepreneur, but not by leveraging social media strategies. We're going to be talking about three reasons why, if you're not successful, if that bank account does not look like what you want it to, and you feel like your company is just plateaued. You're not gaining more followers. You're not really getting more traction in your sales. You're getting a sale here and there, and maybe it's a friend or family member that it's buying it. What the hell is going on? There's actually only a few major things that it could be. There are a million, you know, infinite, uh, really uh, minor things that it could be. But the good thing is, is whenever your business just like isn't working at all, there's only a few major reasons that that could be. So we're going to address this today because I've worked with a ton of new entrepreneurs. Obviously, the podcast is mostly geared towards them and the consulting offers that I sell are for helping people uh, through their first paid advertising campaign. So I've worked with a lot of businesses that are brand new to online marketing. And before my online marketing experience, I had seven years in direct sales, and I also did a little bit of recruiting with the company where I would train 18 to 25-year-olds for the most part on either their first job ever or maybe second job ever, how to sell things to their friends and family, work off referrals, cold call those referrals, go do appointments with them, right? It was a tough gig uh, for someone of that age especially, but... I worked with so many different people because this was a sales company where we pretty much give everyone a shot. So, you know, really do work with everyone in this situation. And I've seen the difference between people who make it and people who don't. And uh, it doesn't really change that much when you go from even these sales jobs to uh, when people try to become realtors later. Or, hey, you could probably even go back to when people were trying to be Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts and sell cookies and popcorn that mentality that they had there or how soon they quit before trying is often very similar to that same person's mentality when they're 18, when they're 30, when they're 40, 50, 60. And uh, we need to break that shit today, all right? So if you are someone who has a track record of what you would consider failing in life, coming up short, giving up on things that are important to you, that ends today, but you're really going to have to uh, just listen to me and know that the thought processes I'm going to give you right now are tried and true. They are things that have been success, um, you know, clues or like the success journey forever. And uh, I'm going to be talking to you Uh, about them today through my own experience. So the first thing we're going to be talking about is imperative that we talk about it first because there is no amount of work ethic, marketing skills, uh, or having a great mindset, a never quit, never give up mindset. It doesn't matter. If you have all of those things as best as possible, but you are in the wrong market or selling the wrong products, you will never find success. And there are so many people that I've worked with that have all the skills and resources necessary and the mindset to do it. But they go in and they try to invent some product and they try to sell it and it doesn't work well and they think it had anything to do with them as entrepreneurs. I've seen people quit where the only thing that they were doing wrong was trying to sell someone something that no one gave a shit about. I'm going to give you an example of a friend of mine that actually came up with this invention. He posted about it for years. He has never gained any traction with it. And the writing has been on the wall for him to get out of 
trying to sell this product for a very long time. He's not going to listen to this episode, so it's all good that we talk about it. So he invented this product that is essentially a mini golf bag. It's for golfers that uh, rather than having a normal size golf bag to put in your golf cart, which is going to be the thing carrying it anyways, it's just a mini bag. It holds four clubs. So in case you want to wanted to play golf that day with less clubs than you need, that solves a problem. Like it didn't solve any problem. There's only one reason ever of why a product doesn't work. It doesn't solve a problem. That's it. Plain and simple. If your product doesn't work, it's because it does not solve a problem. And there are so many inventions out there that do not solve a problem. There's a lot that people invent because they said, oh, that product didn't exist. I can't believe it doesn't exist. It seems like it should. So, oh my God, I just found this miracle idea. And a lot of ideas nowadays, they don't exist because they don't solve a problem or someone tried to do it and no one buys it. And that's why there's a seemingly just big gap in the market. Rarely are you going to find these. And when you do, you have to say, does it solve a problem? Because if it does, it's game over. That's all it needs to do. If your product is not selling, it does not solve a problem, plain and simple. Now, there's a lot of you artists out there that are like, yeah, but like, what would the problem of my product solve? Like, don't get fancy with this. It's a it goes on their wall. Instead of being a blank wall, it goes on their wall. So you're solving a problem. You're just not uh, selling. You haven't found out what sells properly. Maybe you need to keep messing around with some new art. So I just have a lot of like people reach out to me that say, I'm not sure what the, the problem mine solves is. If it's an age old problem of just like, I'd rather have something on the wall than not like don't overcomplicate it. But uh, to give you an example, with my first invention, the aquarium smart feeder sounds like a great idea. It's a way to feed your fish with an app. You can set it, you can do the Amazon Echo, and you can tell it to feed the fish that way. And it sounds really cool, and I can't believe it doesn't exist. Doesn't solve a problem, though, because feeding your fish is not really a problem. You just pinch the, the flakes and you throw it in there. And if you don't feed them for five days, they're probably still going to be fine. It, it doesn't solve a problem. It just seemed like it should exist. And there's a lot of you out there that make products like this. Going back to my friend's like mini golf bag. So it's like the, it creates problems is like what it did. He just thought like it was cool to have like this miniature golf bag. It holds four clubs. So you better hope that you're only playing with four clubs that day. People mostly use golf carts. And when they are walking, it doesn't really mean they're like, oh, I just want a much lighter golf bag. So like literally the only people that is solving a problem for is someone who says, I'm not going to drive a golf cart. I do want to walk the course. I don't want the bag to be as heavy. And I don't want to use a lot of clubs today. Then perfect. You have the solution. It's this mini golf bag. And he's posted about it for so long. He's made different models and no one has ever given a crap about it. And he just refuses to pull the plug because he's bought into the idea of never give up in a wrong way. And this is something that I've brought up on the podcast a lot of times. Never give up means never give up on trying to be an entrepreneur and being a business owner working for yourself. It does not mean never give up your first product idea or even your first business idea. So there would be an example of someone who is selling a product that will never work, but to a good market. Golf is a good market. There's plenty of people who play, a lot of money that moves around in there. So it's not that there's not a solution that he couldn't find for golfers that would be good, uh, but that product itself it just doesn't solve a problem. So just know that if your product doesn't solve a problem, it has no chance to work. If it solves a problem, it has a 100% chance to work. That's it. Beautiful. And for the market, 
there's also a lot of markets out there that you would think uh, are good. Man, it's really uh, clear to me now why I had to live the journey of trying to open an aquarium e-commerce company now, and it's to teach you guys properly because it is such a perfect example. Uh, the aquarium market, if I'd asked the average person, do you think that's a good market? There's a lot of people. They would say, yeah, they're like so many people own fish tanks. There's all those little things they have to buy. It is just not big enough. Like to have an e-commerce company, not only are the products really cheap, it is not big enough. It just simply is not big enough to have that be a good idea to start an e-commerce company around. And uh, to put it into perspective, the biggest aquarium Instagram account has like a little under 300,000 followers. So it just is a lot smaller than you'd think. Or the people that do have a tank more have it for a decorative purpose. They're not really passionate about it. And there's a lot, there, like no matter how many products we came out with that in, that in that market, it just led us to believe we are just in the wrong market because it's really crazy. I, I started drop shipping, um, certain items. We, we did Amazon FBA and I bought bulk of, of a lot of other things like some fishnet things. And we uh, obviously had the aquarium smart feeder as our, our main invention. But then we tried to sell artwork that was like beta fish artwork. Like we, we did everything until we realized there is no amount of products that we could ever invent for this market that would make it not uh, the, the market's fault. It is just literally the market's fault. So that was a situation. Someone like me got the right mindset, got the uh, knack for marketing, uh, got the sales experience in the past and everything like gun ho about it working every day, but just wrong products and wrong market entirely. There's nothing you can do. So if you have product or market wrong, just know it's not you. It is that you chose the wrong business to start. And you want to listen to this, these numbers that they're telling you. And if you really don't know if your numbers are good or not, because I've had situations where people say, oh, my numbers suck. The, the writing's on the wall. This is a bad business. And then they show me they have a 3% conversion on their Shopify store. That's a great metric. There are some of you that have great metrics. You just don't know what they should even be. And you think, they're, they're bad. So that's not good as well. Uh, so book a free call with me. This is something that I'm offering to you podcast listeners that have made this, this far. Go check it out in the description. You can book a half hour call with me. And if you're thinking, I don't even know if I should just pull the plug on my business at all. I don't want to be the one to tell you to do so. And it was a bad move. So please book a free call with me and we will go over this and I'll tell you if your market or your product are completely wrong. Because it's pretty obvious to me at this point. I've just worked with enough businesses. It's really easy to see if it's going to work or not in advance or not, which is good for, for you guys to know because you can get to a point in business where you just understand it so well that you kind of have that Midas touch. And uh, more importantly, you know what ideas have no chance to work and you just avoid them completely. No amount of mindset uh, or work ethic can overcome being in the wrong product, selling the wrong product or being in the wrong market. The second thing we're going to be talking about uh, mindset that you'd be missing is that you're not in a race with only yourself. And it, it is okay to take motivation from thinking, oh, my competitors are outworking me or even take inspiration from, look at what my, these competitors have been able to do. That's a possibility for me. So there are things that you can take from uh, external uh, sources that can increase your mindset, but also those same things could make someone really not feel good about themselves. If you compare your chapter two to someone else's chapter 17, it's not going to look good. And you really have to have this mindset of only being better than yourself because 
it will be very impossible for yourself to not convince yourself that you're not growing when you have this. And when you can see that you're growing and that you're going in a positive direction, then it's a lot easier for your mind to just naturally comprehend that if I just stick with it, things will work out for me. And I can't tell you how true this really is. The reason why is one, the world is full of quitters. And if you simply stick with something for three years and work on it every day, if you work on something every day for three years, you will be in the top 1% of whatever you do, no ands, ifs, or buts. It's that simple. If you do nothing else besides just show up, work on it every day for a few hours, and you want to be the top 1% of ping pongers, do that. Probably do that for a week and you'll be in the top 1% of people at playing ping pong. Most things in the world you could probably do every day for a week and be in the top 5, 10%. It seriously is so easy to be in the top echelon of anything if you just work on it a little bit every day and then stick with it for a year, two years, three years. If you understand that, then you can know that having any kind of thoughts about maybe I wasn't meant to do this, blah, blah, blah. You're like one month in and you're like, I'm not a good salesman. Like there's so many people at my previous job that would go out, do one appointment, get a no sale and say, oh, I'm not a good salesman and quit. And it's like your mindset is absolutely broken and you're going to have the same results with everything you do in life. And it's just sad to see because how someone does one thing is how they do everything. And if you want to get better at business, Get better at everything else. You don't like there's no fucking around with like anything that you do in life. If you want to be a business person who achieves the absolute best in everything they do, um, you're also going to need to have a great uh, mentality towards health and fitness. You're going to have to have a great nutrition and going to bed on time and maximizing your sleep schedule and reading books and just being a good person overall. There's going to be so many things that. You have to just be great at so many things in order to be great at a business, especially if you're a solopreneur. When you open a business, every skill set that you've ever gained is now useful. You can really use any skill set you've ever gained and now apply it. So the expression, how you do one thing is how you do everything. What it really means is how you do anything is how you do everything. So an example recently, uh, I'm someone who puts in 10 out of 10 effort into his business when I'm working on it. If I'm writing an email, it is going to be as best as I can make it in that moment. And then the next email, because I'm in a race with myself, I'm gonna try to make it better than that one. When I'm doing a video, I'm trying to make it the best video that I've ever done. I'm only in a race with myself, so it doesn't really matter that there's people that are better than me out there as long as this one comes out better than my last one. We are making progress, and I'm going to try my absolute best because right now, this is actually like my fifth take of this podcast episode because I want to make sure it's as best as possible. And when I listened to the other drafts, I was like, these are good, but I know I can do it better, so I must. And I have that mentality with business, and I have that mentality with every little thing that I do. When I go grocery shopping, I am going to do it as best as possible. I am going to get the, not just like the best deal, but like the best food that I'm so excited to make. And I'm just going to do it as best as possible. When I had to recently cook Christmas dinner for my family, am I going to put in a nine out of 10 effort at making that dinner? Absolutely not. It is 10 out of 10 effort or bust because that is how I do literally everything. When I am playing volleyball in a recreational league. It is 10 out of 10 
effort because how you do anything is how you do everything. So I don't let myself lack anywhere, right? End of story. I did a workout class this morning and my goal is to be better than myself than the previous class, which means that I am exhausting the shit out of myself when I get to the end of these at this point because I'm doing a challenge with them right now. I've gone uh, about 20 times in the last uh, month. So I've been going a, a ton and I've been trying to one up myself every time. And I've increased my pace on the treadmill uh, so much now that I, I did like 12 speed last time out of 15. And it, it's definitely like an all out sprint for me. And then this time I had to do 12.3. And it was funny because I talked to another member there that she was on the treadmill with me uh, the time before. And uh, I was like, hey, are you going to like set a new fast pace today? And she's like, oh, I'm really not feeling like it. And I was like, I'm not feeling like it either, but I got to beat my previous self. So game on. And that's really end of story. I have to beat my previous self. It doesn't matter if I'm tired or, or anything like that. It just is. This is how it is. 10 out of 10 effort or bust because this is just how I do everything. I'm not going to slack in anything. And it's not like I'm like that great at like all these random things, but it's just like, obviously it's pretty hard to, uh, to beat someone who is trying their hardest. And I think it's silly when people just devalue things in their life where maybe you're doing a recreational volleyball league. Uh, it's just rec volleyball. There's no need to take it so serious. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing it at all? Uh, I just want to come here and, you know, just let the ball hit my arm all awkwardly and bounce off. And, you know, as long as we're having fun, doesn't matter that we lose. Doesn't matter that I'm just kind of half-assing and not really playing my best. What are you talking about? Why would you not do your best all the time? Just do your best all the time. If you do not have that mindset, you have no business being in business because anything less than your best probably won't work. Okay, anything less than your best in business probably won't work. So if you are not able to adapt this mentality with everything that you're currently doing, don't think it's just going to show up for, oh, yeah, business, I, I try my best. But everything else, you know, who cares? Who cares, right? Let's just uh, let's just have fun. Let's just uh, uh, you not, not put as much effort in. I did an episode in the past where uh, when I go to weddings, Whenever they shoot out the uh, the garter and all the guys have to catch it, I pretty much always catch it because I'm like, oh, I better put in 100% effort to catch this. And everyone else is like, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. I don't give a shit. That is how my life goes. All of you guys convince yourself why it's not really important to try hard. It doesn't matter. I'm like, okay, I'll just try 100% effort. And oh, it worked again. The world doesn't get this. And if you get this, you're living on a different plane. So 100% effort all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. And uh, you'll enjoy your life so much more living like this. It's not, oh, it's you're intense all the time. You're you're too much. It's, it's not like that. It's literally, it's fun. Like when people see like, damn, that guy fucking hustled to catch that garter. Like it's funny. Like it's, it's not like everyone's like off put by you trying hard. And if they would be, why would you even care about that person's opinion anyways? That is just someone that is saying, oh, I wish I had the motivation or whatever. And we're just like, we don't need motivation. You just need discipline. You just need to do it anyways. And how I'm going to catch this garter is going to be how I'm going to run my business, which is how I'm going to go to Top Golf and hit these balls, which is how I'm going to make dinner for myself later tonight, which is how I'm going to do literally everything I do. All right. So adapt that same mindset. The third one, and this is why a lot of people quit way too early on everything in their life. 
And I really uh, hope that you listen to me here for those of you who feel like your life has been a long story of coming up short or quitting on things too early. You need to stop that right now. Mentality is a downward spiral or an upward spiral. And the downward spiral looks like this. I didn't try that hard because, you know, in the past I haven't been that great. So I didn't try that hard because, you know, it's probably not going to go great anyways. I might as well not even really try that hard. And because I didn't try that hard, hey, what do you know? Bad results. And hey, I've had bad results again. Maybe I'm just doomed to bad results. So now I have less uh, belief in myself. And now I'm going to put in less effort, which gives me less results, which gives me less uh, belief in myself, which makes you put in less effort, and you just keep going down and down and down and down. And the longer you ride that down, the harder it is to even turn it around at all, let alone keep it going up and up and up and up and up. So if your life is a series of, I tried my absolute hardest, it doesn't matter that it was cooking dinner. Why not? Would I try? Why would I not make this as best as I could? Makes no sense. Okay, so 100% effort, cool. Obviously, that's going to get you the best results possible, which is going to lead to more belief, which is going to make you try harder, which is going to get better results, and it goes on an upward spiral. And it's funny because I worked with so many 18 to 25-year-olds in my sales job, and I was a sales trainer for a good amount of those years. And uh, the mindset of a lot of those kids is actually stronger then the mindsets those same people will have when they're 50, 60. And the reason why is because those that just came into the opportunity and they tried to do an appointment with one person, they got a no sale, they said, oh, I'm bad at sales. They didn't go into the next opportunity and say, oh, wow, I was bad at sales, but I'm good at this. They're gonna go into the next thing, give themselves way too short of a leash to be good at something, come out, be a beginner, so they're not good at it, think that, They're not good because it's them rather than they're just a beginner. Then they're going to quit that thing. And then now they have two stories of why they are a quitter. And if you make it to a later point in your life and all you've ever done is quit, know that it's not because you suck. It's because you quit. It's because your expectations of yourself and how quickly you should be good at something are ridiculous. You're comparing yourself to the veterans of a business and thinking, oh, I'll never be that way. Blah, blah, blah. That thought does not exist. Don't ever have a thought that, oh, I'm not meant to be. I've never even had anywhere close. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. These thoughts. So when people tell me like, I... I just don't know if I'm cut out to be it. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why would you ever say something like that? I am not good at art. If I wanted to be an artist, of course I could fucking do it. I just have to do it long enough until I learn how to do it. There's nothing in this world that I couldn't do. And if you say anything different, you are absolutely wrong. And that's why if you see someone that is really confident in their abilities, you might think, damn, this person's really cocky. 
What are you talking about? Of course you can do anything you want. It's so fucking obvious to the people who have done anything with their life that obviously if all you do is stick with it every day for a couple years, no shit you can do it. It's not even a thing. It's not even that crazy to be able to just be good at something. But if you have never really done this in your life, then every little failure just triggers all of those other ones. And you think, oh, because I'm, this isn't going well, here we go, this old story again, right? And it happens with people in relationships too. If there's maybe a, a long um, you know, track record of you having stories where, oh yeah, th- this is the part where I start to like this girl and then I send her these messages, then I get denied, you're going to act in a way that makes you get denied anyways. You're going to literally... Um, have your actions lead to this comfortable result that you're used to. And people do this with everything in their life. If you're used to, I started a new job, then I had a predicament with one of the coworkers, and then uh, this happened, and you know, this is the point where they usually fire me. What you're going to do is you're going to start acting like you're about to get fired anyway, so might as well you know, not try hard. And it's the same thing. You're going to downward spiral and then you're going to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then it's going to uh, make you say, oh, it looks like I was right. Stop wanting to be right about sucking. <laughs> Stop wanting to be right about, oh, it looks like I failed again. It really can end at any point you choose to. And I know it's super hard to do, especially if you've been on a downward spiral for a long time. There are people that are very close to me in my life that's been very hard to watch them go through so many different opportunities that they're so excited about. And I already know, like, I know you're not going to be doing this the next time I see you. It's so disappointing. I know that in a couple months when I see you again and I ask you about this, you won't be doing it anymore. And I can't imagine ever having that be a story if you tell people you're going to do something and then the next time you tell them, I couldn't do it, even though I want to do it, and it would be so great to do, and I would love that life. I just wasn't meant to do it, blah, blah, blah. And you, They have excuses, and it doesn't ever change. It's either you have your excuses or you have your results. You can't have both. And if you've had your excuses all your life, please know for sure as soon as you start giving up those excuses – giving up the past results that you got for similar endeavors and letting the past die and saying the past is nothing but experience for why me now going into the future can expect different results because I've now had those learning lessons. It really does make a lot of sense to be more confident now than you've ever been because you do have the most experience that you've ever had. And you have the most skill sets that you've ever had as well in this present moment. And that is true at any point of your life. So do as best as you can to say, hey, maybe this guy doing this 305th podcast episode might have something to teach me, might know something that I don't know. And he's got some things going for him in business that I would like to have going in my business. So if I just say, all right, maybe he's got a point here, maybe my past failures Don't define me, and you can reset that mindset as best as you can and look forward and say, all right, let's go get a win. What I tell you, the next thing you need to do is go get a win for sure. Do not fuck this up. Do not fuck this up or you will continue on your downward spiral. You need to go out there and then tell you need to tell yourself you're going to do something and do it. The easiest way that relates to the most of you 
is to do either a fitness challenge or a reading challenge. And that fitness challenge, even if it's I'm going to do 30 push-ups every morning for two weeks, and then you do it. Okay, you do it. There's no, ah, oh, one, one day I was tired, one day I forgot. None of that, none of that, none of that. Gun to your head. Could you do 30 push-ups every day for the next two weeks? Absolutely. All of you could. So you could do it without the gun. Okay, do a workout challenge. I'm doing this one right now, a spur of the moment. I, I had to, I, I started way late. I was like, dang, I'm gonna have to go like almost every day. And then I was like, all right, screw it. Let's just do it. <clears throat> and I signed up for that challenge. Do you think there was any thought in my head? Like, I hope I do it. I already knew one. there's a 100% chance that I'm doing it. Doctor Strange could go to every multiverse and I hit it in every single one is how I like to say it. There is no, I signed up to do a challenge and I didn't hit it. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense to me. My mind has no stories that would even think it would be a reality of me not doing this. I'm not bragging at all. I'm telling you, this better be how you think, because if you're not comprehending life that it is like this, you're not seeing it correctly. You are just choosing to fail time and time again because it's comfortable for you, and you need to get uncomfortable with failure and comfortable with success ASAP. So you could say, over the next 14 days, I'm going to read a chapter of this book every morning, set the alarm, set eight alarms, booby trap yourself to have no chance to screw this up. And know that every single excuse, especially if it's because you're tired or hungover or don't feel like it, none of those matter at all. Because if you do not show yourself that you can do things that you say you're going to do, then you will never have the power to speak things into existence. You will never have the power to actually believe in yourself because you watch yourself lie all the time. I told myself I'm doing this when I got challenge. I didn't do it. I told myself I'd apply for jobs. I didn't do it. I told myself I'd do this and this today in my business. I didn't do it, but it's okay. I do everything that I say that I'm going to do. Thus, doing anything I want is a matter of saying it. And you need to be living life on these terms. I hope it makes a lot of sense. And I know that it's easier said than done. But once you get there, it's not. But you have to compound more stories of you doing what you say in order for you to actually uh, live like this. Because you can't fake who you are to yourself. You can't say, oh, no, I'm, I'm the shit. If you've watched yourself say, I'm going to do these things and then not do them, there's no amount of, I think I can, I think I can, that will ever get you out of it. There are no amount of writing down freaking... Um, what are they called? Affirmations about why I'm confident I am committed. You can't write down I am committed 100 times and believe it. You have to just be like, oh, yeah, why would I ever think that I don't do the things that I say? Because look at what I've done for, for me too. like every business that I've ever wanted to start was started a couple hours later. When people tell me oh, I've wanted to start a podcast for a couple of years. Do you think that person's ever going to do it? Oh, wow. I bet you're really close. No, you either start it an hour after you think of it or you're never going to do it. Plain and simple. It's just how it goes. So don't even allow yourself to, to have this period of, let me question myself first before I start the idea. It's just like, well, no shit, I'll just do it. Okay, come up with a business idea. I just came up with a product invention a couple weeks ago. It's already in production. Why, why would it not be? Why would I wait a couple weeks after having an, a brilliant invention idea without it going into production? Would, that would make no sense, right? Oh, yeah, well, I just got to make sure that, uh, um, uh, yeah, I got to watch TV first. Stop letting 
the world full of those type of people beat you. They're not that hard to beat, but you're going to have to act. You're going to have to act a little bit every day and enjoy the process, my friends, and just know that you're going to get there. It's really not that crazy to just do things in life. It's like, look at these people accomplishing way more extravagant feats than, than you as another human being. You should see that as pure belief of why you know that if you want to open just a small brick and mortar business in your area, guess what? Hundreds of millions of people have done that. It's not even a big deal. It's just a matter of sticking with it and uh, and listening to my podcast. Yeah, keep keep listening to the podcast. That will be the difference maker than you. Last little bonus tip is that if you're ever in a bad mindset and you're just looping, what it means you need to do is go into someone else's thoughts. So whenever you have a really bad mindset, you need to go to reading a book. You need to listen to an inspirational YouTube video. I listen to Owen Cook and Julian himself are my favorite two YouTubers for I just need to hear someone else's thoughts. Just know that your thoughts, if they're ever not serving you, then just leave them alone for a little bit and come back to them later that night. Oh, I'm sure they'll be there every second of every day for the rest of your life. So if you can just say, hey, let me push those thoughts aside a little bit because I know that these thoughts aren't really good, but for whatever reason, I can't really escape them right now. You need to go read a book or you need to go into someone else's thoughts. And uh, that is the surest way to, to get yourself out of it quickly and, and immediately, really. So hope you like that one. Subscribe to the show and I will talk to you soon.